between Sandra Ezekwesili and you come to me for hard facts. The world keeps turning and you're trying to keep up. The fight against coronavirus has the option. But there's so much noise drowning out the news. Talking heads, broadcast messages, press releases. They're telling you their side, but you just want the facts. And that's why you come to me. I give you the statistics without spin. Out of 116 million working age Nigerians, 35.5 million are employed full-time. That's 30%. I give you the context. I give you the history. I fight fake news with facts. Kayode. Let me talk. No, I will, I will let you talk. Kayode. Kayode, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Kayode. That's why more and more Lagosians are tuning in. Half a million Lagosians. 720,000. 970,000. Over 1 million Lagosians. They know that if you give me your afternoon, I will give you hard facts. You know, Sandra, I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. Hello Lagos, good afternoon. I am Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your hard facts. First hard fact of the day, six days after the constitutional deadline, Bola Chinubu is yet to complete his ministerial nominees. He has sent 28 nominees. The Senate has started screening them. In fact, they are currently screening uh, Latif Agwemi, SAN, from Kwa at the moment but the president's job isn't over the president still needs to make sure he has at least one nominee from each state that's what's in the constitution second hard fact of the day it's been 30 days since the court gave serap a judgment ordering the federal government to account for Abacha loot returned to the last four administrations. But according to Serap, the Tirubu administration has still not complied with the order. There's no comment yet from Asu Rock. I'm wondering whether I should start keeping track of this one as well. <laughs> should I give you a daily countdown of this, Lagos? A, a daily update of how many days it's been until the administration either complies with the court judgment or appeals the court judgment. Let me know when you call, when you message us. Let me know. I've got a third hard fact of the day for you. The new transport fares in Lagos go into effect today. The new transport fares go into effect today. I told you yesterday that Governor Songwulu announced that all government-owned uh, 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 transport will have a 50% cut in fares. So BRT buses, yellow buses, blue and white vehicles. Uh, and then for those that um, have Danfo and who, use, who are private operators in the business, hmm, uh, for those ones... Uh, the governor says he negotiated a 25% cut with them and it's all supposed to kick off today. So throughout the show, Lagos, even when we move on to other segments like uh, Balogun Broad and the glass ceiling, tell me if you've seen a drop in your transport fare between um, yesterday and um, today. Are the drivers and conductors complying? Because MC Olomo promised that the drivers and conductors would comply. Is MC Olomo correct? If you are a downfall driver listening to the show, are you complying? Did you slash your prices by 25%? Why can't you um, slash your prices by 25%? Because MC Olomo also said that... Um, 
uh, what's the word I'm looking for now, that uh, the taxes that they are collecting on the roads from drivers, they will also slash, which should help the private and commercial drivers uh, be able to uh, sustainably slash their own prices. Is that what you're seeing happening today? One million negotiations cannot be wrong. Thank you for tuning in to Hard Facts. I've got a great show for you today. Starting with the big three, let's talk about the NLC's nationwide protests. You've been having that conversation on the show today all day. Then let's talk about FIFA ring-fencing the Falcons' bonuses against the NFF. And then let's talk about the elevator crash that took a doctor's life at General Hospital Ordan. On today's glass ceiling, we'll talk about eclampsia. We'll talk about what to expect when you're expecting. On Balogun and Broad, we'll talk about the crisis in the poultry industry. And we'll also talk about whether transport businesses are complying with Governor Songulu's new directive on fares. Uh, we will bring you uh, our segment about exports right here on Hard Facts. It takes the air at 6.45. It's brought to you by Bastille. Uh, Tambikai BTC. And after that, Step Down will take the air. Expect news, business and sports at the top of the hour, every hour. But let's get started with today's big three, Lagos. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your hard facts. the NLC's protests. Why does our sports administration lack transparency? Who will be held accountable for the death of Dr. Daiso Vwere? Those are your big three. Lagos, let's talk. The Nigeria Labour Congress protested across the country this morning. That's our first story. If you're watching our live feed at the moment, we're streaming live on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3, YouTube, Nigeria Info FM, Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3, YouTube, Nigeria Info FM. And if you're watching at the moment, you are seeing pic videos from the protests that took place here in Lagos, in Abuja, in Port Harcourt, and in Kano, as well as some other major towns. The unions are protesting against um, the government's handling of subsidy removal. They're faulting Bolatinubu for, in their opinion, not putting enough measures in place to cushion the impact of rising fuel and rising food prices. This morning, um, Sheriff Quadri spoke with Comrade Ismail um, Adejumo. Um, he's the NLC leader here in Lagos. And they talked about a number of things. And some of what they spoke about included this. We are, we are rally stated. This is a peaceful protest rally that comprises of organized labor, the two labor centers in Nigeria, the Nigerian Labor Congress and the Trade Union Congress, and all civil society organizations and allied bodies. We are only protesting and we are not uh, 
you know, constituting hindrance to lawful Nigerians who are going about their normal business. Even as I speak with you right now, there are people of traffic around the Ike Jaunda Bridge here. People organize themselves peacefully. They want to demonstrate their anger and their bitterness mm. over what the policy of government has brought to them mm. in terms of uh, daily survivors. People are really suffering and we are not disturbing the people who are embarking on their daily business, mm. who are doing who are not in the public or private sector of the economy, but mm. they are doing their business, the, M the MSME people are doing their business, we are okay. not disturbing them, uh, but we urge them to join us. So I'm marching here, it's a peaceful protest, we are marching, displaying all our demands to uh, be bought uh, banners, and a lot of media outlets are here, mm. who are accompanying us, interviews are being granted, to hear our views, so that uh, Nigerians can speak louder to the organized labor. And we are marching down straight to the state house of assembly mm. to, to lay our charter of demand, okay. our complaint, okay. what the workers and the Nigerian masses are mm. demanding from the government. These are been this subsidy removal and other anti-masses policies mm. that are really, you know, triple our economy and uh, make Nigerians to stop okay. Mm. So we are demanding the Nigerian the government should let Nigerians free, actually mm. have a free. As I speak now, men of the Nigerian police and other security agencies around here, they are peacefully organized, they are guiding against any possible hijack from Udlum, mm. and that is why we urge all our members, both NLC and TUC, to make sure they are all affiliate members who are participating in this protest, mm. are properly kitted, they are on their uniform and with their ID card. In case of Putnam and Ijakas who might want to take uh, advantage, advantage of this protest rally, we are organized and we are not part of any people. Mm. So, in Abuja, the protesters occupied the National Assembly grounds. Uh, like I said, I'm playing you footage of the moment um, that um, they occupied um, the National Assembly grounds. In fact, I've got footage of the moment they breached the gates and got into the complex. They, they, they pushed the gate down. Um, some media houses were reporting yesterday, um, including ourselves, that uh, the NLC may be calling off the planned strike and the planned protest um, and when those reports dropped when we brought you that story um, some Nigerians were dragging the unions oh we knew you had no backbone we knew this is where to end up eventually they accused them of compromise they mocked them as paper tigers I wonder if you think that you know that statement from the uh, PRO um, of the NLC in Abuja after the meeting with um, the presidential uh, steering committee. I wonder if you think the reaction of the masses to the statements that they are um, reconsidering their plan to protest today. I wonder if you think it forced their hand and, you know, perhaps killed the possibility of a truce with the federal government. Zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three zero one four six five seven one nine zero. Do you support NLC's protests today? 
WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Hello. Hello? Hello? Oh, sorry about that. 99.3. Hello? Okay, I seem to be unable to hear callers. I don't know what that's about. 99.3, hello? Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon, what's your name? Good afternoon, my name is Godman. Godman, welcome, talk to me. Are you okay? You sound a bit down. Uh, no, I'm fine. You usually sound way more upbeat than that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me, I totally, see, this is long over here. Hmm. Uh, but it's better later, uh, like they say. Okay. You know when someone will say, now you're talking, now you're talking, mm. now Nigeria is talking, because I think this is the only language all these politicians who don't reason, who don't want to do things for the benefit of the masses. Mm. Yeah. So this is really, I support it. I think every Nigerian should come out in support of this because it's affecting all of us and we want something that will be for our benefit. So... Mm. Totally 100% in support of this. And I think it should continue until the government to make adjustments for the benefit of the, of the masses. Okay. So, continue yeah. until the government makes adjustments for the benefit of the masses, Godman says. 99.3. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, ma'am? Sandra, and I hope they talk for Mushi. Hope. You support what NLC do today? Mm-hmm. If I don't support them, how they will take me and say the right for they buy thirty something thousand don't become fifty thousand. If I don't support them, ah, I won't take the enter motor, they go to go and won't buy those things. Sandra, yes. I support them on dread facing. It's getting out of hand. The it is too much. If this will be the only language they won't understand, then there is the good doing it in that in this manner. Eh? Sandra. They talk of, talk of uh, the footballers who they no good pay money. Mm. Where FIFA want they pay money direct? Is it not shameful to this our FIFA, the NSA? I want to call them. You know, be shameful. They say they go give their money to pay those girls and prove them to pay them uh, winning allowance. Wala. So they pay them draw allowance now. Wala. So me I prefer make it they be direct. Make their hand they enter the bank. Pam pam pam. Bye bye. Okay, Hope. Thank you very much for calling. Hope sick bye bye. Ninety nine point three. Hello. Hello, Sandra. Thanks Good for calling. Good afternoon. Um about, I want to about um this thing. Super Falcon. Yes. I appreciate that fever very well. Very shame for Nigeria. Mean that Nigeria no 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 I no case shame. Uno even case shame at all. Our secret don't expose for everywhere. I'm telling you. We no even have shame at all again. We no we no get respect again for other country. Thank you. All right, Victor, thank you very much for calling. Now, Lagos, you're probably wondering what's going on. What are people talking about? What have we done again? Eh? What is this FIFA gist all about? Well, uh, FIFA is stepping in to make sure that the NFF must pay the Falcons their bonuses. That's our second story. We heard this from uh, Fatma Samora, uh, FIFA's Secretary General. She visited the Super Falcons in their dressing room um, after their draw against Ireland on Monday. 
and she told them that FIFA will put controls on the money so that the NFF will be forced to make the transfers to them without diverting it. Let me play the audio of how she put it for you. So I know it has been tough and not all the conditions are good. United, we have to face the reality of Nigeria and it's facing a lot. And it's because of food that for the first time in the history of the price money is that we have bring friends the money to make sure that we go. So I know it has been tough and not all the conditions are good. United, we have to face the reality of Nigeria and it's facing a lot. And it's because of food that for the first time in the history of the price money is that we have bring friends the money to make sure that we go. So you heard that. To be clear, FIFA is not paying the bonuses directly to the players. They're still going to send the money to the NFF to send it to the players. But now FIFA will ring fence the money. What that means is that they will put systems in place to limit where the uh, NFF can send that money. So the NFF must send the money to the players or the money cannot move. What do you think about that solution? And what do you think about the fact that we needed this solution in the first place? Basically, there's been this long-running problem where some football federations, especially African federations, don't pay the players as at when due. They get the money from FIFA. They sit on it. Nigeria's NFF has been notorious for this. Apart from FIFA bonuses, they're also notorious uh, uh, for withholding salaries for coaches, for not giving players what uh, was promised to players. It's even happening right now, Seth, with the Falcons and their coach. That's why you heard uh, Fatma Samura say that FIFA is doing this because of the Nigerian situation. In case you didn't hear what she said, that vo- that audio was very faint. Let me let me let me. Let me repeat it for you. She said, quote, I know that things have been tough. We have to face the realities of Nigeria. It pains me a lot. It is because of you, the Super Falcons, that for the first time, the prize money has been ring-fenced in the history of FIFA to ensure that it goes to directly to you, end quote. Omar, Lagos, how do you feel about that? As a Nigerian, how do you feel about that? Victor says it's a big shame, a disappointment, and lots of Nigerians online feel the same way that Victor felt or feels. And the one thing I kept asking myself is why? Why do we keep having this problem? Why do we have this problem here? Why does this keep happening tournament after tournament with our football teams, our basketball teams, our athletics teams? Name it, we didn't say it. Why is there so much lawlessness in our sports administration and more importantly what can be done to fix it zero seven zero zero nine nine three nine nine three nine nine three zero one four six five seven one nine zero i'll take one call and then we'll take a break 99.3 hello hello thanks for calling what's your name sir i'm mr patrick okulia welcome mr patrick um, I want to really thank uh, FIFA and their management over this decision. Mm. And like the last speaker said, uh, said uh, Mr. Victor, said that Nigeria has lost shame 
everywhere. In fact, everywhere we go now, people know us as corrupt people. Corrupt people. This uh, issue of um, NSF or what are they called? Mm. They are corruption. As far back as in the days of uh, late uh, Stephen Ketchy, I heard it directly from him that uh, NSF will make you to sign for $5,000. As soon as you sign, they will give you like 4000 or 4005 So this corruption has always been there. I want to thank them for this very idea they brought. And I also want to say that it should be extended even to the men too. Hmm. So that these uh, Akondas and Pythons that hmm. have positioned themselves in all the lucrative places uh, should be done away with and should be disgraced out of uh, everything that has to do with Nigeria. Hmm. Thank you very much, Sandra. Thank you very much, Patrick, for calling. On WhatsApp, we've got messages. Let me quickly take one before we go off on a break. Sunday says, uh, Sunday's in Lagos Island, and Sunday says he's in full support of FIFA. Shame on us as Nigeria, even at this point, that we are still in the game. Thank you very much to FIFA. All right, Sunday from Lagos Island. He also 100% supports the NLC. Sunday, thanks for your message. We'll take a break now. When we come back, let me tell you the horrible story of a medical doctor who died in an elevator at a general hospital here in Lagos. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. Don't go away. Let's talk. The medical community is reeling over the death of a house officer in an elevator mishap. That's our third story. It happened at the general hospital in Odan. That's where Dr. Daiso Vware worked until her death. Reportedly, the elevator in the staff quarters area has been faulty for years. It stops randomly, it shakes, it drops a bit. I've seen tweets going back to 2020 asking the hospital management and the state government to fix that elevator. Allegedly, it never happened. And allegedly, Dr. Daiso took the elevator last night and it suddenly fell. 10 stories. I'm not going to show you video and pictures of the crashed elevator. It's too graphic. I won't show it to you. Dr. Daiso survived the crash, allegedly. According to doctors who are speaking up on Twitter about it, she survived for about an hour. But allegedly, the hospital where she lived and worked was not able to provide her with timely medical attention. The doctors on Twitter are alleging that the hospital could not get her blood and oxygen in time and that critical equipment was not working. Doctors are upset. They're demanding answers. Ibijoke Songolu, the governor's wife, went to the hospital to pacify the doctors. She's, of course, a medical doctor herself. And she went to the hospital to, to, to pacify um, the doctors. They did not want to be pacified. They wanted commitments. If you're watching our live stream, I'm about to play a conversation that she had with the medical doctors at the hospital. Our live stream is Nigeria Info 99.3. That's on Facebook. Nigeria Info 99.3 on Facebook. YouTube Nigeria Info FM. Now, after 48 hours, nothing is done. What should happen? What should we expect? What should we do? What should we do, ma? Well... She was an hard-working medical house officer. Very diligent. I will shout to 
die like that. How much is an if after 48 hours? Well, investigation is going on, we would like it to be public, as public as it can, so we can all see. We are familiar with the bureaucracies of the government. We want to know what is being done. Yes. And after 48 hours, hours, what should And after the 48 hours, what should be done? What should, what should happen? Without a response, what should be done? Okay. I will put the back to you. So those are medical doctors speaking with uh, Ibijoke Songolu there. By the way, do you think the wife of the governor was the right person to visit the hospital? Some say yes, um, because like I said, she's a doctor. Others say no, because she's not a member of government. They would have preferred to see the governor there. After all, he went to the site of the plane crash yesterday. Nobody died. But here in a state-employed hospital, uh, a a state-employed doctor has died in a state-owned hospital, probably due to negligence by the management. So, So should the governor or the deputy governor have gone? Does sending a spouse, not an official, does it send the wrong message like, oh, state government is not taking this thing seriously? Anyway, she did go and um, she spoke. And here is what she, oh, well, here is some of what she had to say. an arrow has been fired that on the same day a helicopter crashed on the same day a lift fell down and she was asking how how and the medical doctors very upset responded to her what do you mean how we know how lack of maintenance let me play it for you again Doctors are very upset, as you can hear from that audio. They say it could have been prevented. Lagos, especially those who have worked at this hospital, because like I said, they've been complaining about this elevator for years. They are alleging that management accused them of being spoiled. After all, why do they need an elevator? Can they use the stairs? But again, this is a 10-story building. So you've heard the doctors be upset in that video clip. You've heard them demanding an open, full, transparent investigation. You've heard the uh, governor's wife say that this was an arrow. And how did this happen? How? She asked. How? Do 
you think that the doctors will get their investigation? 0700-993-993-993-01465-7190. We've got WhatsApp as well. WhatsApp is 80 959 75805. Lagos, I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. This is the three on hard facts and yes you can talk to me about our three stories 99.3 hello angel sandra good afternoon good afternoon mommy david how are you i'm not fine it is well in jesus name amen honestly let's start from the first um big three yes on the issue of nlc if i had my way and say i see where i could put this video Probably I'll be the first person that would have woken up to that gathering point this morning because <laughs> everybody is fed up. Like, everybody is just fed up. We've had it up to this place. And nobody is saying anything, nobody is doing anything. And so this um, movement is not really about, it's not really about the party, Labour Party or anything. It's about everybody generally tired and fed up. Mm. On the second issue, she asking how it all boils down to the same government issue, corruption. And that is how we found ourselves here. It's not about how. It's about a stitch in time saves nine. And because this thing has not been resolved or was not resolved, and you know, this same thing, how did we degenerate to this level? It's a metamorphosis. Us getting here. I just can't fathom it. And, you know, it keeps going on and on. If this doctor today, it could be anybody tomorrow, God forbid. Mm. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. I'm so fed up and tired. God bless the soul of the dear departed doctor. Amen. Thank you very much for calling, Mrs. Oboli. Blessing Wakama says, I was driving a doctor while you were talking. She said the late doctor is her classmate. They don't have water in the building. They've been writing a letter to the medical authorities. No solution. It's a pity. Wakama, thank you very much for your message on Facebook. Also on Facebook, Adekombi Moses says, on the protest, let the government do the needful by starting a new refinery to crash the price of petrol. Uh, Deji Praise on Facebook simply says, may her gentle soul rest in peace. 99.3, hello. Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, ma'am? Yeah, we on the line. Welcome. Yeah, it regards to the elevator that fell down. Right. It must have been given signs. But even when it is reported, they're they always postponing uh, all kinds of work that, uh, that can pertain government. Because they, don't, they are not effective. I may be someone that sees that elevator have not been paid even. The contractor that is needed to put water in the house they have not paid him. All parties, they have shared it. So all this uh, last... Uh, we're supposed to have an office of supervisory agency. Just as we have the auditors in Sana and uh, Sana that are ineffective in Nigeria. But we're supposed to have the uh, monetary agents of efficiency of every avenue of government uh, assigned work. This is not available. So... And NFA now, they have exposed their own this in the open that they are immature. Hello? I'm here, I'm listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, peop- the people they are using as tools to make money. Because if there are no athletes, they cannot be coached. 
I mean, there are no coaches. There cannot be Minister of Youth and Sport and Culture. So instead of it to be in the helm of Azir of sportsmen and women retired, to hold the helm of Azir, it is being politicalized. Uh, political because I was once in a sports uh, arena, the, the food we will eat, they will not pay us that they have not spent the money, only to discover that the money has been spent, but they refuse to refuse the, uh, the, this person to the office. So all these are poverty. How do you think we can go through in life? Because it's not everything they call God, God, God. God has given you lamb. He has given you technology to do all these things. But you are still calling it to come and farm, to come and cook for you. Can't such a thing be done? Hello? I'm here. I'm listening. Yeah, so for you people that are highly educated, you should be able to talk to the people in the realm of Asia who came in as Agbero. And they elected them again. Nobody is above education. Education continues until one die off. Those that believe they were governor before, uh, they were governor in the state, and they were also president in the state, they came and took, uh, took over, and yet they amount to nothing. Nothing they have been able to showcase in the old experience they have gathered. So we should not sit upright. And then take the matter of ourselves on those who are willing. All right. Thank you very much for calling. 99.3. Hello, Sandra. Thanks Good for afternoon. calling. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hey. for grad. Water don't pass. I'm Alex talking. Alex, welcome. Yeah. You know, when we talk about all these uh, things that is happening in Nigeria, you know, there's something people are not seeing. Okay. People keep saying is this... Uh, a subsidy remover, but I'm not seeing it that way. Okay, I am seeing this FX, this our money that is just going up, 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 up. Mm. You know, Nigeria we import everything. Okay, the people that are in the manufacturers in the manufacturing company we import, and so when they go to import, I mean when they go to buy, it's expensive because of the exchange rate. You know, today now Naira is almost I don't know whether it's already nine hundred to a dollar. Mm. Then the, the the fuel we are buying. That one also they use um, uh, foreign exchange to take it. So whatever the foreign exchange is saying, that is what the foreign will be saying. Mm. But people think it's just removal of subsidy. They are not saying that it is this forex, this uh, open market or whatever it is that they say, free mm. market or whatever. I can't remember which name they give it to mm-hmm. now. Because that is the problem. That's number one. Then number two, the negligence of our government. That um, um, um uh, what do you say fell now? Elevator. Sorry, um, elevator. Yeah, the elevator that fell. Mm. The elevator that fell is one of the things about civil service. I, I keep saying this thing. The problem of Nigeria is civil service. They don't do their work. Everything it is, you know, you go just go to one of the. Uh, ministry, uh, whatever. You see them watching television, you see them eating, chatting, nothing is being done. Then, I mean, just like like a delicate kind of lifestyle, everybody is just I chop, I chop. Nobody is responsible for anything. And the government, it is the same thing. It doesn't matter how you write. It doesn't matter how you shout. They will say they are coming, they are coming. Until it will happen to them before they will not take steps. So it's one of our negligence that we are suffering. All this thing we are going to has been the thing that has been in Nigeria for a very long time. It is only if we sit up. All this we are praying to God. God has had, had our prayer. It is not prayer now. It is doing the right thing. Other countries don't, some countries don't even pray to God. Yes, they are getting things done. 
And because people are just used to and nobody's you know, holding anybody accountable. Nobody's giving a no nobody's serving punishment. Just do it and just go. That is it. The pardon. If you want to raise your eyes, they say hey, he's not the first person to do it now. I have to run now because now Ibo. Hey, now because now Yoruba, now because now Hausa, that is all. And we keep going down, down. I beg God go help us in this country. Thank you very much for calling. Ninety nine point three. Hello. 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 Thanks for calling. What's your name, ma'am? Oh, uh, Sandra, this is Meg. How are you doing? Meg, I'm alive. How are you doing? I'm all right. Um, I wanted to talk on the doctor's issue. Yes, go ahead. I know that lady personally. Oh, I'm so sorry for your I loss. I know her personally, as in personally. I'm sorry for your loss. I took my son for his computer class this afternoon when I heard the news. It's, it's sad. I drove past that place on Saturday on my way from Balogo and the place was looking very dilapidated. It's unfortunate. I feel so bad. This is a young girl that spent six years in Babcock University. Just one year to do housemanship and two weeks to the end of the program. She's no more. I learned that she was in that lift for over an hour struggling to leave, calling for help to leave. What a country. When we say corruption kills, this is what it does. This is what happens when those in authority, the governor's house is down the road from where those people are for crying out loud. His wife is a medical doctor. What does it take? What will it take? They are talking every day that doctors are running away from Nigeria. Why won't they leave? Why won't if they leave? that will take these people up and down the place of their work, will kill them. Why wouldn't they leave? Ah, I feel so devastated. I'm so sorry. I've not been myself all day. The mother is not around. She went for her sister's graduation outside of the country. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't, they've not even told her. Oh. I don't even know what to say, Sandra. I am so heartbroken. I am so hard. I know this child. I know how proud how her mother was when she graduated from Babcock. Hmm. It's sad that she met her death like this. Not through illness, but this way. This is avoidable. Then somebody will tell me she agreed with her God to die like this. No. No. I don't agree. The carelessness and the corruption in Nigeria is what has ended her life. May her soul rest in peace. Amen. And may this wake people up. That you see, when you enter the market and throw a stone, you might get to somebody that you know. You might get to somebody that you know. So what does it tell us? Let's do what is right. Let's fix the hospital. It's frustrating for, for people who have spent years to study medicine, to end up in places where they don't even have gloves. You can't even use the lift. That lift has been breaking down. Why didn't they just tell them not to go on the lift and put a sign this lift is closed? Why didn't they? After all, they are young. She's in her 20s. She'd have been able to go up that flight of 10 stairs without meeting her death. It's sad, Sandra. It's so sad. I'm so sorry so for your loss, Sandra. I'm sorry it's for your loss. It's so sad. I'm I can sorry. see picture of her sister's wedding in December, I'm dancing sorry. into the hall at the Monarch Event Center. I'm I can't sorry. believe she's no more. May her soul rest in peace. Amen. Let me end here for other people to call. Amen. Corruption. If we don't fight corruption, 
further than it, have, it has already destroyed it. Thank you for the opportunity to talk, Vanessa. Thank you, Meg, for calling. Thank you for sharing. And again, my, my condolences, my th- sympathies. I'm very sorry for your loss. We've got uh, this uh, messages on WhatsApp now. This one here is from Samuel Adeshino. Samuel says, this, the situation in Nigeria will not abate um, for as long as we are leaving undone those things we ought to do and engaging in things we ought not to do. Why don't we look back and ask a simple question? How our forefathers succeeded before colonialism? Because people swore to oaths of office either through the Bible or Quran, yet perpetrate evil acts against their own. Africa and indeed Nigeria will remain impoverished for as long as we are towing the path of the colonial masters. Samuel Adeshino, thanks for your message. Rems on WhatsApp uh, is in the UK. Rems says, our country is a place where human life is played with. The elevator does not need to show signs for it to be serviced. The experts who installed them already know the rate of wear and tear and how often it should be serviced to avoid this kind of annoying incident. Negligence is the only cause of this death. This has eaten deep into the civil service. It's not the government, it is the civil servant whose job it is to ensure sure it is serviced all right thanks for your message people uh, uh till till something happens in nigeria before people have sense is this the first time of a preventable negligence it wouldn't be the last take precautions fix things before the worst happens no they no agree people must injure or die first and when it happens, everyone starts to lament and fling blames like a bunch of crazy people. Then again, why didn't the hospital close the entrance of the elevator and stop the use of the elevator, knowing fully well that it was faulty? I just don't know what species of humans live in Nigeria. Very unserious. Just as the government is irresponsible, the citizens are ir- irresponsible and annoying. This message here is from uh, Mommy Twins in Ekpe. Mommy Twins says, which type of arrow? If she didn't know what to say, she should have just kept quiet. Unfortunately, no head will roll. Mommy Twins from Ekpe, thank you for your message. We've got this one here from Anonymous in Ikorodu who says, how are we sure the elevator is not being fixed and serviced two times a year as far as papers are concerned? Did they always fix public utilities on paper? Mm. Sam Ken John Oga says, in spite of those unequivocal and unambiguous words by Samora, the defender-in-chief of all wicked policies from sports, economy to politics, uh, was still on radio this morning twisting Samora's words and supporting uh, and supported by your regular caller. Uh, Nigeria has a short supply of role models for the young people. It's so sad. We are notorious for all the wrong things. Sam Ken John Oga, thank you for your message. Okay. Uh, Duncan Inijegun says, it's no secret that the vast majority of those championing this whole protest business, being led by the NLC, are those who lost out in the last presidential election. In their minds, they might be thinking that this would be another NSARS, but they will find out that the government of today is much more alert to the resurgence of these skirmishes. As things are now, the entire world is in trouble. We cannot burn down our own because we have not been favored politically my heartfelt condolence to the family of the late dr duncan inijegung with that message there lagos let me come back to you on the phone lines now 0700 good afternoon what's your name sir 
Sandra, I greet you. I greet you too. Welcome. <laughs> I hope that last message you read. I hope the person who is not referring to me. <laughs> the person was but, actually. Eh? He was referring to me. Abby. Yes. I knew. You just skipped it. <laughs> the thing will still go to a process. Am I wrong, all right? Yes, it will. It's just so good to me. I don't know what is wrong with some people. Some people, they find it difficult to understand this. If you don't just, you don't just carry the money, if you don't just carry the money and give to the woman now, I'll give to a girl. It will still go through a process. And that's the argument I made on the platform, the person listening to me this morning. Now, if you don't understand, I can't help you. Well, um, having said that, you see, I have a food that to enter lift. You know why? To enter elevators. Yeah. You know why? Why? A few years ago in my neighborhood, yes, yeah, the elevator had problems. And I said they should fix it. We said, oh, no, everybody said, fix this elevator. They were, they finally decided to fix it. When they were fixing it, they did not put any, you know, notice or anything. Somebody just came from nowhere and just walked into it. And that was the beginning of it. Hmm. It, it was a complete disaster. Just walked straight into it. Since then, when I saw that graphic, when I saw the whole just I said, don't want to play this now. Since then, I just had this, you know, phobia in me of not entering any elevator. Since then, this was about 10 years ago. So, what happened to this in not any belong to the soft negligence? That's not it. I, I hope when the first thing was of Lagos was talking about Arrow, she was not mentioning all this which Arrow they used to talk about. It was that what she meant. That's what she, that's what she meant. That's what she meant. Mm. What does that have to do with the negligence of not maintaining that lead or filling it up since nobody's using it? This innocent, this uh, young girl, I read the story this morning. She's about 30 years or so. Bright future has been terminated. I'm sorry for what happened to her. And I condole with the family. It's not going to be easy. Except you are in that shoes, we know how it is. Yeah. We can talk on radio now and say we condole. But if you're not in that shoes of the family or the mom now, any, any close member of the family, you will not have an excuse to lose somebody that has a bright future ahead of her. Just like that. Because of carelessness and negligence. And all the old people, the government cannot come there. The deputy governor cannot come. The wife is not the government official. We know there are no commissioners of grant now. But those other people in the government, nobody can come. Even the governor can come there. You are talking about the life of somebody here. It's so sad. You know, we don't take life seriously in this country. That is why people will die. More than three people will die. After three years, we'll be saying we don't know how they die. We'll be, we'll be deceiving ourselves. This one will be lying here. This one, this one will be lying here. We'll be deceiving ourselves. We don't take life seriously. And it's sad. But may God console the family and get a third arrest. Yeah, Kevin, thank you for calling. We'll take a break. When we come back, I'll read a few more messages from WhatsApp and then we'll bring you business news. After the business news, it will be time for today's glass ceiling. It is a Wednesday. We're going to talk about preeclampsia. Preeclampsia is something that happens to some women when they get pregnant. And if it's, it's something that if it's not checked, could lead to the death of those women. Don't go away, Lagos. More news and information coming up. We'll be back in a moment. Lagos, I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. And on WhatsApp, we've got um, Dio in Canada who says, regarding the NFF, can you now see this problem is is systemic? When respect is tied to money and people want respect and recognition, they go to any length to get it. Stealing, drug dealing, corruption, that will be the order of the day. An average Nigerian thinks only me, myself and I. Was that not the reason they kicked uh, Tony Kojo Williams out when he 
queried how they shared money, they falsely accused him of disrespect. Regarding the late doctor, I'm sure the responsible person must have embezzled the money meant for the repairs to send his or her kids overseas. That's where the investigation should start from. Why would doctors not jackba? Elevators should be certified every four years. Who is responsible for the certification? Dio in Canada with that message there. All right, Dio. We've got this one here from uh, Mr. C. Mr. C says, Nigeria does not have shame again. NFF will find a way around this. The players will be forced to pay money offline or face exclusion, witch hunting from the team. In a society that the ignorant rule, the wise and truth uh, rule, the wise and truth is sold at the feet of... Oh, the ignorant rule the wise and truth is sold at the feet of the highest bidder. Corruption gives birth to corruption. All right, Mr. C, thank you for your message. We've got this message here from... Uh, you didn't leave your name, but you say, like someone said, if they explain Nigeria to you and you understand they didn't explain well, someone whose wife described the accident that led to the loss of the doctor's life as an arrow, a problem that has been existing since 2018 suddenly becomes an arrow when the results show up. And guess what? She's asking how. Hmm. You didn't leave your name, but thank you very much for your message. Francis says, look at what the governor's wife said. With all her exposure and education, an arrow has been fired. Sandra, will it take one year to fix that ele- elevator? Francis from away. Thank you very much for your message. Uh, Colin says that the strike is beyond NLC. It's not strike, but a fight against state capture and ruling political elites. It will be difficult for NLC to get a meaningful result. The doctor's death is nothing but the same corruption in government offices that we have been talking about. Our day from Surulere is the final message I will read and he says I've said I've stated several times that the country is in a terrible mess generally as we have the wrong people in positions and offices at all levels. Very serious negligence at all levels due to massive corruption by government officials and politicians. It's very sad indeed. May her soul rest in peace. All right. Thank you very much for your message. Ade from Surulewe. We'll bring you business news. After the business news, let's talk about preeclampsia and eclampsia itself. It's something that um, takes the lives of quite a number of pregnant women and it's something that can be prevented and the one way to prevent eclampsia is to go to antenatal check and once they see preeclampsia they should make sure the baby is taking out details of what exactly all of that means coming up after the business news